0: Welcome to the Nasrud Podcast, or Nasrud Talks About Movies, a place where movies are discussed. Friends, today I'm going to be reviewing Mother with an exclamation point, directed by Darren Aronofsky. And I'm just going to jump right into it. I'm going to give my ice cream cone rating right now. As you may know, or you don't know, maybe this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, On this podcast, we give movies ratings on an ice cream cone scale, from 1 to 10 ice cream cones. And... If the movie completely blows us away, it's a it's a ice cream sundae. If we're we, if we have split feelings on the film, it's a banana split. And my feeling, I mean, if you can hear the joy in my voice, I just went to see this. It, it's a Thursday, September fourteenth. Uh, the movie opens officially everywhere tomorrow, and I had to see this. And if you, dude, listen to the joy in my voice, I am giving mother. And Ice Cream Sunday. It was one of the most amazing films I have ever seen in my life. Dude, I mean summer the, the 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 summer blockbuster season was fun with the Marvel movies and Alien and you know other stuff. But dude, Mother was seriously fucking amazing. Ice Cream Sunday, I swear to god. Now before I begin my official sort of like just my thoughts on it, the, the experience of going to go see it was weird because you know there's all these theaters in LA that I go to. And this one was showing at the AMC Broadway, and so when I get in, you know, I have my Fandango on my phone and stuff. I show it to the guy, and then right away the usher is like, "Okay, listen, it's not in theater three like it says on your ticket. It's in theater four. And because we couldn't play it in theater three, so it's in theater four. And the the the, the poor kid looked really nervous saying this because I realized he had to say this to everybody that went to go see Mother, and there the the crowd was was sizable. But the thing is, the the broad amc cinema on the promenade it's not that big The, the 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 theaters themselves the the rooms the screening rooms are pretty small they're like giant living rooms you know and so this poor kid is like okay so it's not in theater three it's in theater four and uh so the the front two seats you you can't sit but and i was just confused i was like well what the fuck you know like and at the amc theater the seats are assigned and i had i think my seat was d9 right so I, I go and there's like two old dudes sitting and I'm like, oh, and then there's like a group of like these kind of hipster looking fuckers and, and they were like off to the side and stuff. And then my seat is between these two old dudes. And so I, and the, one of the old dudes put his like hat on my seat and I just sort of co- politely told him like, hey, that's my seat, sir. And so we sit down. And right away, it was weird because it was before the the screening was at 7, right? But it's like 6.55, and they're showing trailers, like official trailers, not those like stupid TV trailers. And they're showing trailers, but the lights are totally on. And they're showing all the trailers that have been playing all summer, like the Kingsman uh, sequel trailer and... uh, uh, pitch perfect three or whatever that movie is called and you know and no disrespect to that movie it looks fun or whatever i haven't seen any of the other pitch perfect movies but so they're playing these these trailers and but the lights are on and i'm sort of like okay something's off here something's weird and then the lights go down and then the movie starts and it was weird because the movie that was playing was not mother it started playing spider-man homecoming and right away when this is happening i'm like okay this is odd and then the thing is i could tell most of the people in the theater had not seen spider-man homecoming so they were just kind of like it was a weird energy it was a weird vibe you know what i mean and uh i've seen spider-man homecoming so i knew right away this is not mother this is spider-man homecoming and then the old man next to me Uh, looks at me and he's like is this the movie and i said no this is spider-man homecoming and then the guy was like i wanted to see mother and then so then the two old dudes they get up to go complain and then they come back and then i look at one of the old dudes i'm like so what happened and then he says uh the the, they said that this is like playing in place of the trailers but once it starts it starts and then so then it spider-man homecoming stops and then mother starts playing dude whatever you are doing right now if you haven't seen it this weekend cuz this you know this podcast comes out every monday at 7am go see it if you don't have a car to go t- Take yourself to the cinema. Take public transportation. If you're, if you have the Uber app or Lyft, because you don't want to support Uber, d- use that. If you have none of these things, hitchhike and perform oral on the driver. Because, dude, it, it, it's 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 the greatest thing I've seen in a really long time in the cinema. I mean, again, summer movie season is fun. Blockbuster popcorn movies are fun. But, but dude, this is real fucking cinema. I've seen... You know, what I'm saying is not too original, but, like, uh, there, there was... One of the blurbs, one of the things that they used in the promotion, in, like, the TV spots or something, they say, like this is some of the greatest cinema to burn a theater down and dude it does that darren aronofsky burns the fucking theater down and it is glorious it is so awesome and i won't tell you what the basic premise is because the thing is like i was expecting with the title mother with an exclamation point i was expecting some sort of southern fried melodrama that that sort of went into horror or something like that and it really wasn't that I mean I think the only thing that was southern fried about it was the the setting which was this house that's sort of being rebuilt in the middle of the wilderness kind of and it looks kind of like the south but I don't even know but dude I, I like after seeing the movie, I was so excited to come here and talk about it and you know yell at you about it that I was just I I, I I think I hit someone on my way. No, I didn't really hit anybody. I'm just joking. But dude, it's awesome. Can you can you hear my voice? Can you hear my voice? Can you hear the joy in my voice? This is the joy of cinema. It was the great one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Dude, there's an audacity to Darren Aronofsky's visions i mean everybody knows this if you dude and like i have you know like most people of my age i'm 34 you know i got into i his first film pie i saw when i was in in high school i got the dvd and it it was great and then his second film requiem for a dream you know blew me away like it blew a lot of people away and um what else has he made i mean you know he's he's you know uh the fountain which i i haven't seen all of it because i i was so high i fell asleep i think when i saw it and um uh the wrestler i mean this guy has uh, no two ways about it he has vision right but dude this is the most oh black swan he he did this is it was fucking amazing i don't know how else to describe it but that it was amazing jennifer lawrence has got to be one of the bravest actors actors in the universe like the shit that she goes through, and I'm not talking about even physically, I'm talking about emotionally. What she goes through is insane. For an actor to be that, to put herself into that place wherever she goes. I mean, I know she's not super artsy about her process or whatever, but dude, acting is hard. And, you know, I imagine, you know, and just the, 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 the experience that her character goes through is absolutely fucking bonkers. I'm going to call it right here, okay? Um, I think this film will be on my... And I don't normally make top 10 lists or anything. I don't give a fuck. But... It's because I'm doing the podcast, I think one of these episodes it might be fun towards the end of the year for me and Alex and Jesse or something, you know, to to do our top tens of the year and stuff like that. This, I have a feeling, will be a very firm second. And the only reason I say second is because the shape of water. Directed by the maestro Guillermo del Toro, whom I just absolutely adore and love, that's coming out. So, but I haven't seen it yet. But I just have a feeling that's gonna be my number one, you know, film of the year. Like that's that's the one, you know. But dude, Mother was fucking insane, dude. If you like horror films, that's one thing. But if you're just a fan of cinema, go see it. Don't wait don't wait for the the hyperbole to kill it which i'm doing right now but i don't want to kill it i want to treat it like a like a darling newborn calf you know what i mean it is so 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 awesome it was the greatest thing ever um what else can i say without spoilers you know what i mean like uh at, it's it's crazy because at one point uh, a a lady in the audience was like what's going on and it's like Cinema is going on, you silly woman. Cinema, lady. That's what's going on. If you can't see that you rem- take your eyes out of your head. I don't know what I'm saying. But dude, I was like driving back home, just fucking jazzed. Like a good movie, dude, is like a shot in the arm. And it's not just because like because of cinema. It's just it's just a good story. And here's the thing. This was my I had doubts and quiet doubts before I saw this film. I'm going to calm down. (sighs) Mother, oh my God, it was such a great movie. But my doubts were this. I kind of liken it to this. A horror film is either like a bag of candy or a steak dinner or a steak dinner and a dessert. And a bag of candy I would I would say the Dawn of the Dead remake is a bag of candy The most of the Blumhouse films are bags of candy and I'm not th- that's not absolutely not a knock that's a that's a you know like they're they're sweet in a way you you go see them you enjoy them you, nom, 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 you 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 eat them and you love them and you walk out of the theater kind of feeling like oh that was a thrilling little bag of candy that that, that I got you know what I mean um, You know, in the bag of candy, you could have jujubes, you can have uh, Haribo jelly beans or, or jelly sodas, which I like. And, and dude, like, like, just, just, uh, for me, the ideal film experience is a big thing of popcorn, and a big thing of vanilla coke, and just, just good vibes, man, like, like, it was just fucking amazing. But anyway, back to my uh, bag of candy analogy. So Blumhouse films, I I consider them like bags of candy, or like, again, the Dawn of the Dead remake, uh, you know, bags of candy, they're, they're fun, they're delicious, they're wonderful, and... I feel like art house horror is like a steak dinner, okay? And the thing with a steak dinner is that sometimes you do want something sweet. And sometimes, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want to be a, a, a dickhead that punches up or whatever. But sometimes with, with, with just a steak dinner, you want something sweet after. You know what I mean? And so the ideal art house film and and it, with a steak dinner it could be bloody it could be well done or whatever but but it's a steak dinner with a uh with the ideal art house horror you got your steak you got your greens and 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 you know it could and, and you know art house horror ranges because sometimes they're not effective sometimes they that kind of you know overshoot they're they're too ambitious. Which God bless them. Every film should be as ambitious as it can be. You know what I mean. But like sometimes they don't really hit the mark. But still, you got your steak. It could be a steak from hometown buffet, even though I don't even know if they have steak. But uh, you know that that a steak dinner. But good art house horror is a steak dinner, and then afterwards it's a nice piece of cake or pie or or something and what that dessert is is a fucking bonkers climax is something absolutely insane and mother goes there and my trepidation with it was the thing that i was afraid of was i was afraid that it would be too artsy that it would it would you know like suffocate in its own artsiness and stuff like that and i'll, I'll name a few names of like art house horror like i don't know like goodnight mommy I think uh, uh, It Follows is kind of arthouse horror. But see, art, It Follows, I think it has a nice dessert, you know, But even though it's not totally bloody or anything. But, you know, and uh, it, this, dude, like, the climax, if you could even call it that, because, dude, at some point in the movie, it just goes fucking bonkers, and it's the greatest thing I have ever seen. Like, seriously, like, like, I... I'm really like this is going to be on my list, on my top 10 list. I you know, I think I'm leaning towards doing an episode at the towards the end of the year where we do lists and stuff like that. But I mean again, lists are completely arbitrary. But what I'm saying is it really is one of the greatest things I have ever seen. Aronofsky is a master. I think he, he has proven himself time and time again that he's not just a, a, a great storyteller, a great filmmaker, but he's versatile. I challenge you to compare The Wrestler to Black Swan to this and Requiem for a Dream and Pie, and stuff like that. The guy is really a master. And the thing is like, you know, with arthouse horror, part of the thing is they have to be really well shot and stuff. They have to sort of have that aesthetic beauty. They can't be too grungy or whatever. But, it, it oh my God, oh, I, I, I want to marry this movie. Well, no, I don't want to marry it because it's called Mother. That's kind of icky. But, like, dude, it's seriously one of the greatest things I have ever seen. And the audience was dumbstruck. Like, they had no idea what the fuck hit them. When when the lights went up, there were, like, confused faces. Like, what What was that? You know what I mean? And it's, like, one of one of the things that I'll talk about, which isn't too spoilery, is the horror at first is totally relatable. And the horror is... People coming to into your home and not leaving and kind of domineering everything, but not in some last house on the left way or you know what i mean but in a very like polite way like one of the things that like jennifer lawrence's performance is is again like i heard i when i came home my parents were watching tv and i just ran up to them i was like oh my god i saw the most amazing movie i have ever seen and i sort of told them the premise and i said how funny it was and stuff and then my mom was like that's funny and i said yeah it was funny to me you know i'm sick but like uh my uh My mom said that Jennifer Lawrence in an interview said that she would never do something like this again because it was just so draining. And God bless her for doing this, but I totally understand why she would never want to do something like this again. This poor girl, poor woman, uh, goes through so much shit in this movie, and it's mostly emotional it's not like she goes i mean she does go through some heavy physical stuff towards the end but it's not like she she's she's the final girl at the end of a of a of your of a slasher movie or something like that she doesn't go through some baptism by blood she goes through a baptism by crazy it's fucking awesome dude i love this movie so much i love this movie how are you are you good Dude, go see this movie. Go see this movie, email me and tell me what you thought of it cuz I fucking loved it. I think it was one of the greatest things I have ever seen. I love Aronofsky. He's so awesome. And I apologize that when I watched The Fountain, I I fell asleep because I was high, you know? Like b- but I'm going to watch that again. But and I haven't seen Noah. I want to see Noah. But but dude, um seriously. Seriously. Just g- calm down. Go see this movie go see it. If you're a serious cinephile, go see this movie. If you like horror, go see this movie. If you like Jennifer Lawrence, which who doesn't? Go see this movie. If you like Javier Bardem, who is the man? Go see this movie. And Javier Bardem was so well cast. You know, I first saw Javier Bardem in Before Night Falls, which is one of my favorite movies. And in this Okay, you want me to you want me to talk spoiler? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to count down to 3 from 3, okay? at the end when i say one the spoiler talk begins so if you haven't seen this movie please do don't don't spoil it for yourself okay i don't want to i don't want to spoil this amazing film for you i don't want to ruin your experience cinema is sacred okay and this film is sacred okay cuz it was a classic man instant classic right straight up and the other thing is like I'm sure like some film critics would be like, oh, this is Aronofsky doing Rosemary's Baby. And it's like, no, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. He's he's doing something cool. I mean, I'm not saying Rosemary's Baby isn't cool, but it's like, it's like that's such a basic thing to say about this movie that he's doing Rosemary's Baby. It's it's not as basic as as that is. You know what I mean? As that sounds. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay, people in the theater, some people in the theater were confused. At some point, uh, I I told you a woman said, What is going on here? Do you know what the movie was about? Javier Bardem is basically God, and Jennifer Lawrence is kind of like Mary. And he's this poet and he gets all of these followers and they just sort of like flood into the house and they go crazy and then cops show up and people start blowing up and people start shooting, (laughs) shooting others in the head. And then Jennifer Lawrence has her baby. And then because, you know, like, like Jesus Christ, like got killed and stuff like that. Everybody takes the baby and they kill the baby and then they start eating the baby. And then uh, Jennifer Lawrence sets the house on fire and then and then the whole process starts over again with a different chick and this is Aronofsky I don't know talking about God or something like talking about the, the the human experience and the the divine experience you know I think it's very interesting Aronofsky is one of these filmmakers Steven Soderbergh is one of these filmmakers and uh jonathan demi i'm not an atheist i i believe in something i i never try to explain it to people and what i say is i will we we can have this conversation on a on a plane that's going down because then we'll all have honest thoughts on it you know what i mean but like i don't i i i think atheists are great people and i i never like try to you know my my again i'm a minister if you've listened to the last few episodes i recently ordained myself a minister but uh and it costs 39 bucks and if you want to get married you gay, straight, whatever, I, I will marry you to your lover, you know, because everybody l- needs love and love wins, you know what I mean? But anyway, but I think, I always think it's interesting when like atheist filmmakers tackle something that's religious or they they talk about something, they do something that, that is in that sphere, you know what I mean? And I really think this is Aronofsky, Aronofsky's like, religious satire you know what i mean like it's him sort of uh you know showing what he thinks of the grand scheme of life javier bardem is god jennifer lawrence is mother mary and the baby the poor baby well i feel bad for the baby but uh is 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 the messiah and the human beings the the other people the 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 people that flood the house and cause mass chaos they are humanity and if you notice, the people are depicted as very uh, dumb and strange and odd and uncomfortably close. And that's humanity. Humanity is dumb, strange, odd, and uncomfortably close. And so it's like to the people in the theater that were like, what was that? I don't get it. It's like, no, you, maybe you're dumb. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe, just just fancy that. When I was walking out of the theater, those hipster fucks were like, oh, at some point it just got too crazy. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Go, go, Go see something else if you don't want too crazy. I mean, we go to the cinema to see crazy. It's a safe place to see crazy. And it's like, for you to go see a movie and say it was too crazy, maybe, buddy, maybe you're a little vanilla. You know what I mean? Maybe you're a little boring and you can't take a little crazy. You know? I think all cinema should be crazy. I think all cinema is crazy, even the non-crazy cinema. Okay? So that's it. That was mother. I fucking loved it. I think Jennifer Lawrence, I mean, how many Oscars has she won? But she deserves another at least nomination because dude, the 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 shit that she goes through emotionally in this film is unfucking believable it's amazing it truly is one of the most amazing films i have ever seen i think i said amazing a million times in this uh, podcast already but it, it 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 truly is uh it was godly it was divine as a, and as a minister an ordained minister and i i am also an imam I think uh and and I am all I'm I'm all those uh, re- goofy religions. But uh Christianity, Judaism, all of them. I am I am I am all of them, okay? I'm a minister for all of them. As a minister, I think it was very true to life. It was very true of what the good Lord thinks of us and and it was very true of his creation experience, I think. I don't know. You know. I'm a minister. Peace be with you but anyway that was mother do yourself a favor i mean if you listen this far you you know if you've listened to the spoiler not having seen the film go see it give it a chance and it just just have your fucking mind blown aronofsky burns the fucking theater down and god bless him for it every filmmaker should in their own way burn this theaters down you know what i mean That's it. That's all I have to say. I loved it. I'm so energized right now. Dude, I love cinema. I love life. And you know what? I love you, man, woman, whoever is listening. I love you. I really do. Life is about love. And, you know, not to to get on a totally off-topic thing, but, you know uh replicate that love like like when you when you go out in in the not to get preachy but like let's say you you go get gas you know you you go get gas for your car and you go to the gas station attendant and uh, you're like Hi, can I have $20 on pump number seven? And the gas station attendant smiles at you and gives you a sincere smile like, yes, you can have, yes, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, you can have uh, $20 on number seven. That is an act of love. And life is about love. Life is too short not to love. And uh, in my case, I I love cinema. Cinema is my life. And it's not the only thing that I love because cinema sort of highlights my life love of humanity. And what I'm saying is, go love, man. If you're not gonna go see this movie, I understand. If it's not your cup of tea, I understand. But don't not love. Because that's why you're here, you silly. You know what I mean? And I love you, man, woman. Give me a hug. Come here, come here. I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> I'm so happy. Mother, it was one of the greatest films I've ever seen in my life. Dude, uh, and again, not to, not to project too far into the future, I don't want to put uh, I don't want to like hype up this other film and and ruin it for myself, but I really don't think so. But but The Shape of Water, I'm I'm pretty certain will be my number one film of the year, just because I love Guillermo del Toro. I think he's amazing, but I also love Darren Aronofsky, and but so far. Because I haven't seen the shape of water. And by the way, any peeps out there, any of my filmmaking buddies, if you if you get a, you know, like a ticket to a advanced screening, please hit me up and, and take me. And if you only have one ticket, please just give it to me and let me go instead of you. Because I love Guillermo del Toro so much. I think he's one of the most amazing filmmakers, one of the most amazing men. But so far in the year I would say, and I have to go back and look at my Letterboxd account and and look at my my, my film log, but I'm pretty sure this is the best film I've seen so far this year in theaters. I'm pretty sure. And uh, go love. Love recklessly. And love cinema, love books, love comics, love your fellow man, love your wife, love your husband, love your mother, love your father, love, 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 love. And cinema is the ultimate expression of love because it's you getting together with a group of people and, and, uh, you know, making something or on the other end, watching something and, uh, you know, it's just love, man. Life is just about love and that's it. There's there's no two ways about it. That's that's it, man. God, I love this movie. Mother, what a fucking movie. What a fucking movie. And that's it. That's all I have to say, you know? I I, I seriously loved it so much, but again, I love you. Give me a hug, give me another hug. Come here, come here. What is that? that's a good scent juniper breeze aqua digio what is that lady woman man whoever you are i love you give me a fist bump too here give me a, that's good that's good go have a great day you know that's all you can do and and love and again that's it i'll i'll, I'll stop chewing your ear off over this uh, mother was one of the greatest things i've ever seen so Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at Nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at Nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review. And buy a Wild 7 Productions t-shirt. 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, you motherly love friends.